What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Burn Down Podcast. I am Eric, a.k.a. Brother Cigar. This gentleman across the table is Justin, a.k.a. The Dapper Cigar. If you like our channel, if you like this episode, give it a like, give it a follow, give it a subscribe, give it us a rating, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that bell on YouTube so you get notified every time we drop a new episode. Check out our merch. We've got Burn Down merch, Burn Down podcast t-shirts. Just roll the clip. <laughs> so you just got to roll the clip now. Yeah, the clip, baby. The, the clip. Yo, load the clip, Yo, sir. Roll the clip, sir. Yo, roll the clip, my Yeah, we got all the merch. I mean, because, you know, we've talked about the previous episode. We got to limit what we say, otherwise we get struck down. Yeah. The people watching us. By the YouTube uh, people. But yeah. anyway, the stuff that we always, you know, B and C about, if you know what that means. What? The stuff we always B and C about. Bitch and complain. Oh. <laughs> you like that? You ever see that? What's that clip where it's like, uh, oh, fuck. It's a thing. It says, this, this, uh, one, the girl's going to the guy and she goes, this girl needs a, um, oh, bro, dear, have you, you seen? You know what she said? She's like, she says letters. She's like, she needs a B and a D and a C. And he's like, oh, yeah. She goes, what? I just need a big drink and a coconut or something like that. <laughs> Like, bro, have you ever seen some of these like street interviews when these dudes like, yo, what's yeah, the firing? Yeah, no, no. I mean, it's like they ask like some really like, per, like, what's the nastiest thing you ever done, or what's something your parents don't know, or how many bodies you got, and bro, or what's the what's the worst thing you ever done to a significant other? And it's like, oh, I've heard, yeah, they're nasty, bro. This one, this one story, bro. Yes. I, know, I heard I this know. girl. I don't even, don't even say it. Oh, dude. I'm going to say it. Don't even say it, dude. Oh, come on. The people want to know. Dude, no. You, you can't dude, that, that might strike. YouTube might shut us down. I won't, I'll, I'll keep it PG. You know, the girl was in the her bed sleeping with her current significant other boyfriend or husband or whatever. But, you know, wanted, some little, wanted to taste something else. So she left her sleeping boyfriend, went to her ex-boyfriend, did the deed with him. Left some stuff around, came back to bed with the other boyfriend, put his, you know, two lips on somewhere sacred with some stuff still left Let, in this other spot. Let's just let's just say this. She did she did the deed. <laughs> she, she, she went she did the deed with her ex boyfriend. That was and pretty that, good though. I, I, it was good. Yeah, I like that. She did the deed with her ex boyfriend. And uh came home and then did another deed with the current boyfriend but well, the current boyfriend was you know you know and and you, you know, know he was like let me, let me take care of you real quick yeah i, don't, I can't even say it but there was it was just it's nasty bro it's, some of these girls man they just have no problems i'm like oh my god don't you don't know, know you're going to hell for that that's fucked up bro that's fucked come up. on man the fucked up fuck up. That's some real violence. Gonna, shit. I can't do. We can't even talk about. It. I don't even want to talk about. That. I, I, come okay, on, this but, is a gentleman's podcast, okay? Come on, bro. What the fuck? Okay, talking wanna... about talking about guy shit. Come on, bro. That's you're you're really you're really having a 
hard time talking about this. I huh? just don't want to. It's it's nasty. I don't. I don't want to say it on in, on the podcast. It's not. It's not. You know what? It's, it's not even nasty. It's just fucking. No, it's nasty. It's trifling. It's no. That's nasty. Well, it's like na- you a nasty ass bitch. Yeah, hundred percent nasty. But you also trifling. No, you're a hoe. You're a hoe. That's, use a hoe. Yeah, that's that's oh, use. And she had no problem saying this. I'm like, damn. Yeah, that's um, that's nasty. Uh, so this episode, I think we're just kind of um, shooting the breeze. Yeah, shooting the breeze. So I I had a couple trips. I know I mentioned this on the ending of last episode, but I had a couple trips last three months. I've been all over the fucking place. I was in Arizona. I was in Lake Placid. I was in St. Kitts. I was in Colorado. And then I was in Boston, Jersey, and Rochester, all in between all those. So what's that time frame? August to now? So let's see. Uh, yeah, because in August, because I was in Arizona with you. Yeah. Well, I was in Arizona August to now. Time. So August, September, October. In three months. Let's see where I've been since August to October. Arizona, Jersey, Long Island. That's about it, dude. It's wild. But I will tell you, the Saint Kit- we went to St. Kitts for um, my anniversary. Bro, I didn't even know where that was. I had to Google it. Yeah, St. Kitts in the Caribbean. And uh, How did you even find that? So we actually were going to rebook St. Lucia because we'd gone to St. Lucia for our for our engagement. That's where I proposed to her. We were going to rebook it, but then our friend group had booked St. Kitts the same time and said, hey, we're already going to St. Kitts. You guys want to come? We said, all right, cool. We'll do it as a... a you know, we had three couples. There was nobody there. It was like dead, dead, dude, Sick. dead. Which is like good and bad. Good because it's like, all right, it's very relaxing. But there was, I'm telling you, there was nobody. Like when we would go to the pool, there's nobody in the pool. You go to the beach, there's nobody on the beach. Like it's just you and the entire resort. So it was kind of like, kind of like that. Yeah, but when you want to party, like you want to meet people, you want to party, you want to have a couple of drinks. But um, I mean, if you were your, if you were people already. Yeah, you're I mean, with- I get, I get what you're saying, but I, I kind of like, uh, kind of feeling like it's to myself, to us. Yeah, well, it was kind of in the mix. It was still a great time. Like if it was just, if it was just Ke- Kelly and I, it'd yeah, be boring as fuck because there's no, there's like nothing. Yeah. But because we had group a group there, we got to drink. We were partying, we were hanging out, uh, played golf there. It was cool. Did a sunset cruise catamaran. That was fucking awesome. Nice. You know, go swimming and snorkeling and stuff. That go was really swimming. cool. And uh, what was cool was the different, like. We went to this one bar. It was called the Reggae Beach Bar. The and Reggae Beach Bar. So we're going. We're at St. Kitts. We're at the Park Hyatt. And down the road, like down the beach, maybe 15 minutes, 10 minutes down. Like if you went, you know, as the crow flies right down the beach, it was like 10 minutes. As the crow flies? Never heard that? No. You never heard as the crow flies? It means direct line, like straight shot. Is that what? what? So like if you were to, if, if, if you were to go from here to your house. As the crow would fly, the crow would fly straight line right to your house. But is a crow known for flying straight? But you can't. Well, that's you know they used to have the the uh, oh, uh, like the messenger, messenger like thing. the Game of Thrones type of things. So they say as the crow. The saying is as the crow flies means a direct shot. Like for instance, you're from 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 here to your house. As the crow would fly, it's a direct shot. But that's not the way that you would get to your house because there is no direct line. You have to take the LIE. You have to go over the bridges. You make a couple of turns yeah, yeah. to get to your house. But if, if you were to do a straight shot one distance, it's, it's obviously a shorter distance. So from Saint Ki- from the hotel to the bar, mm. as the crow would fly, <laughs> it's like 10 minutes straight shot. Except you can't really go down the beach because it's really fucking rocky. So you kind of have to go out and go down and then come back. 
we did a little exploring prior to going to this restaurant because we didn't know where it was. So the lady's like, hey, you got to go on Friday. They have a live band, and it's bumping. They have like a lobster fest. It's a buffet style. It's fucking bumping. Bumping. So we said, all right, we're exploring during the day. And then the next day, we were going on Thursday. And then on Friday, we were going to go to Catamaran, come back, change, go to the bar. Good thing that we explored where this bar was because if we didn't, and on Friday night, we went out the main entrance down the road and then. Straight as a crow would fly. Dude, this, so you go out the main entrance, you go down this road, and it's pitch black. There's no fucking lights anywhere, okay? So now we're going down this road, and we're in a little Jeep Wrangler, okay? And there's no lights. And all of a sudden, a sign pops up, and it says Reggae Beach Bar, like a wooden handmade sign, Reggae Beach Bar with an arrow. Like and you literally have to, and you have to make a right into, like, the fucking cornfield. Sick. There's no road. It's like a, just a, like, the cornfield was just kind of, like, Pressed down and it's a fucking road off the beaten path. Yeah. So and and there's no lights. There's no houses. You literally just drive into this fucking field and you're going down. There's bumps and everything and you're just fucking. I go what the. F-? And then you drive that way for like ten minutes, and then all of a sudden, did the, boom. GPS, did the GPS take you that way? No, there's no GPS, dude. There's no GPS. There's just, no service. Just praying for it, hoping there's a prayer. Nothing. She just says right. go make a right on the road. Wait till you see the sign and make a right. So we're going down this thing, and I'm tell- and it's pitch black. The girl's freaking out. And, well, granted, we f- drove this in the daytime to find out where the restaurant uh. was. But if we didn't, there is no way I would have went down that road. We would have pulled up, and it would have said, Beach Bar this way. I said, I ain't fucking going down nope. that road. But you go down, pitch black, all of a sudden, boom, there's like a, a, a fucking parking lot with a bunch of cars, and there's smoke coming out the thing, and you hear the music, and then all of a sudden it's a banging bar dude just people everywhere there's there's hundreds of people people dancing drinking there's fucking smoke coming out of the kitchen like what, like, nationali- like what nationalities are- it's in the caribbean so it's 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 um i think saint kitts is french huh. i think uh well What's i think it was i think it was but i think now it's it's a sovereign country but i think it was french but What's anyway a, what do you do you use american dollars down there or what? yeah they use american oh. um they also have uh forgot what it's called it's a caribbean money but anyway place was great and and you get it's basically like a they call it a lobster fest but it's it's like five different types of meat you pick three of them and then you go up and get all your your sides and it's a buffet style it was super cheap and we just it was delicious food but the music's bumping but i go there is no fucking way that i would have gone down this i'm telling you it's literally this I, i make a turn and i go this is the start of a horror film Said this is where I'm on the other side of the TV, screaming at the TV, saying, "Why are you going down that road?" Yeah, it's like Jurassic Park when what's his face knocks down the sign and it has the arrow, and it's like, "Do I go this way or do I yeah. go that way?" It's like, "Why are you going?" Whenever you know when there's like a creepy noise in a, in a dark house and the person goes into the house, you go, yeah. "Why are you going into the house?" If you just stayed out, there would be no movie. Yeah. You would not get killed. But <laughs> luckily, you didn't get killed and you partied hard. It was good. It was good. Um, and then we went to Colorado. That was cool. Colorado, beautiful. World traveler, man. But, um, yeah, it was, uh, smoked a lot of stogies down there in St. Kitts, man. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. Well, I brought the limit because I had looked it up. You had to fill out like a, 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 a customs, like a, a, a yeah. It's not custom, an immigration. Custom it's custom. Form. No, it's a, no, it's a travel authorization form. So prior to going, you have to fill out a form which tells their government, hey, I'm a visitor and I'm coming for X amount of days and here's my passport information. And on that, it says, Do you, are you bringing any of these things? And one of the things was tobacco, and it says you can bring up to 50 cigars per person. Oh. So I was like, perfect. 50 for me and 50 for Kelly. Oh. 
You brought a hundred cigars? No, I brought like <laughs> f- I brought like forty. Oh, okay. Um, well, I had you know I had five days, me and two other guys and my wife. But you know, isn't that so the like burden? that's four people for five days? That's like the burden of being a cigar guy, though. Everyone, it, you know what? Let's talk about that. Yeah, everyone expects you to. I don't want to bring cigars for everybody. Dude, all let's the time. talk about that because that is a problem. That's a burden, bro. It is such a burden, dude. And I've been starting. I've been stopping bringing all cigars. Everyone's like, "Oh, I thought you were a cigar guy." I'm like, "I thought you were gonna smoke the whole cigar." I'm, I'm not. People just assume, like, hey, oh, let me. Can I get a sto- stogie? Why, if you know you smoke, why don't you bring fucking cigars? I do bring them on on certain occasions, but like to do it all the time, I'm like, yo, I'm going through my humidor. Like, there's no tomorrow because I got to supply cigars for everybody. Can't and you know it. what sucks? You know what sucks now is now that we have our own. Yeah, people. Are everybody own. wants to try it, and I go, "Do you smoke cigars?" Ah, you know, I smoke occasionally. I don't want to give you the stick. I know. I know. Because you're you're just gonna waste it. You're not even gonna appreciate the cigar. You smoke once in maybe a couple times a year. You're probably not going to enjoy it. It's a ve- it's definitely very annoying to always you know be. It's not always a cool. Th- and it's, it's cool to be known as the cigar guy, but not the cigar guy who always brings the cigars for everyone. Like I'll bring cigars for like my friends that I know will always smoke a cigar. I'll bring like you know two three. It depends on the size of the people, but. You know, if it's like 10 people, I'm like, all right, I know like three guys will smoke cigars. I'll bring three extra cigars. And then it's like the other onesie twosies that are 50-50 like, oh, bro. I'm like, sorry, man. You know, you don't smoke like these guys. These guys are vets. And whenever people come over to, it's a, it's you feel like I, I feel obligated. Like I'm the host. So it's like I smoke a cigar. I'm like, hey, would you like a cigar? Come on, let me give yeah, you something, yeah, right? Oh, yeah. But then next thing you know, like we're going to have this Halloween party and we're going to be smoking like there's a thing, right? We everybody's outside smoking. Gotta do it. Okay, gotta do it, right? Everybody comes up, oh, can I try a cigar? Can I try a cigar? Next thing you know, I've given away twenty five fucking cigars out of my humidor. I'm like, God Yeah. It's it, it's a lot. It's a lot of fucking cigar. I'm like, that's you know, I've given I given away over a hundred dollars worth of shit. You know, point case in point, and I've said this story before. Granted, I you know, we're hosting a party, it's yeah, probably spent way more than a hundred dollars to host the party. Let yeah. you know, what's another hundred? You know, but, but still, that's like but, my you know, Cigars are yeah, cigars yeah. are different. You know, they're not part of your budget. You know, cigars are like your thing. Yeah, my you babies, know? my precious yeah. baby. You know, like when uh, from my bachelor party years ago, we went to Arizona. I brought a bunch of cigars. I remember that? So did I. Yeah, brought a whole fucking suitcase. Yeah, everyone just like, you know, everyone was like, oh, oh I know this story. Yeah, tell this. Eric and Justin coming. Perfect. I'm not bring any cigars. That's another thing. Is when they know that you're coming, they're like, ah, oh, they're good. I don't have to bring anything. Yeah. They're like, oh, I thought you were bringing cigars. I'm like, yeah, for me. Breast. Tell this story from fucking. So, can I get one of the cigars? I'm like, yeah, go through my, you know, go through it, pick whatever. And he does smoke cigars. He smokes cigars. I smoke plenty of cigars with him. And um, he's like, yeah, I'm like, go pick one, this and that. So then the next day, wake up. I see a Padron fucking, it was a Padron, for, uh, what was it? Uh, Padron 80th? It was a Padron. You no, know, it was a 45. 45, thank you. Yeah, it was a Padron 45, half smoking. You know, in New York, it's a good $30, $40 cigar. No, and it was a, and it was the 45. It was a... Um, it's like the to- it was like the... To- uh, yeah, it's a, they call it a number something, but it was the big one. It wasn't like the 45 Robusta. No, it was a big like, one. It's like the, you know, 6 by I'll 50. find it. I'll find the name of it, but yeah. It's like the 6 by 50 or something. So I wake up, you know, go out to the, the, the pool, and I see the Padron, like, half smoking... And then he, you know, he gets up. I'm like, "Yo!" He's like, "What's up?" I'm like, 
bro, you took like a $40 cigar and smoked half of it. What a waste. Why would he's like, ah, oh, I'm sorry, bro. My bad, my bad. I didn't mean to do that. And I'm like, it's the last time I ever give you a motherfucker. That wasn't the last time. But that's just a, a, a simple, you don't give people always the good stuff. I, but now what I do is, you know, similar to stuff we said in the past. I bring cigars for me, which is like the good, good stuff. And then mm-hmm. you bring mm-hmm. like, you know, like the eh cigars for everyone else because unless unless the person like the person that smokes cigars is a cigar guy, I'm like, all right, well, I know you're gonna smoke it down to the nub. Everyone else, usually the case is always like eh, one or two people. So I always bring like the handful of just eh cigars, and those are the ones I always give out because they don't know. That is a perfect way to explain it. Is you have to you have to break them down into like thirds, tiers, yeah. like tiers. Okay, big golfing trip, right? Or I'm a big golfing guy. If you go on a golfing trip, you know that people tend to smoke. People that aren't cigar smokers or aren't big cigar smokers will smoke more on the golf course, okay? Because all the guys doing it, you're drinking it. It's like part of the the experience. You got to break it down into thirds. I have, you know, let's say you're bringing 30 cigars, okay? That's quite a lot. But let's say you have a big golfing. Let's say you have 12 people playing, three foursomes, right? You bring 30 cigars. Ten of those are mine. I'm not giving those out. Easily. Those are mine. And those are on the bottom. I don't even tell people I have them. Those are mine that I'm smoking. Then there's 10 that out of those 10, you're going to have five that are maybe a little bit higher tiered, but you can give away. And then five that are a little bit, not low tier, but like of the mid, there's five on the high mid, five low mid tier, right? And five like that zero to five and five to ten. You know, a couple a couple of those you might have that are higher end sticks that you're willing to give away in case you have somebody that's a really big cigar smoker and says, "Hey, I would like to have a cigar," but you don't want to give them the ones that you've prepared to smoke, but you want to impress them, yeah. so you give them one of those like higher tier ones. Absolutely. You know, like you might have an extra Padron in there, and you say, "Hey, I got one," and then he'll appreciate it. Gotcha. But then you have some of the lower ones for the guys that normally smoke that don't really care, but they'll know what it is. Then you have the bottom ten. That are just regular, maybe the unbanded ones. They're just stuff that you've gotten from, you know, through the grapevine, whatever. You picked up a couple sticks. And those are for the ones that don't smoke, but they want to partake. So it doesn't really matter what you give them. Just give them one of those fucking things. And they won't even care. They're just there in it. Ah, whatever. They're going to toss half of it away. You know what? You know, you but know that what? middle ground is key because you want to be able to impress, but you also don't want to give away some of your good I'm shit. I'm going to give you guys a, a piece of advice for people. That's my tip for. for my advice is. There is a particular cigar, and I've mentioned the cigar plenty of times. But I've told the last two, my bro- my brother's wedding and my friend Kevin's wedding, they both all had blueprints, and they're like, hey, what's like a lighter cigar that I can get? And I've done this. Which I've, will be ours coming in in 2024. Yeah, keep an eye out. You know, um, Just saying, plug, plug, plug. But plug. I've done this in the past, and my father has done this in the past too for parties. You know, when, we have, when he has parties, this is the type of cigar, the box of cigars we get. It is go to Cigar International. You go to the you go to Gurkha Park Avenue, forty fours. Yes, <laughs> they are great mild cigars. Coming from somebody who doesn't even smoke uh, Gurkhas. No, this is the only Gurkha I will smoke, and I've and I've smoked this one since I've started smoking cigars, and I will I'll stand behind it. It's a great cigar. It's one of the first cigars I actually really enjoyed, and I would go to cigar shops. I'm like, give the Gurkha Park Avenue forty four. I'm like, what? So, a box of twenty on Cigar International is like eighty bucks. It's a fucking deal. That's a deal, dude. They're torpe- you get the torpedo. They're cool. They're nice looking cigars. They're great cigars. They smoke well. They hold. They hold a good construction. 
and it comes in a nice box. Yeah, I got one too. Yeah. I think is I think it's, it's a website. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they come, you know, it comes in a nice box. New visitor from Austin, Texas. Sick. Shout out to shout out to whoever that is. Shout out to uh, our website. Um, uh, but eighty bucks for twenty cigars, torpedo, mild, and it's you know it's mild, almost medium. So it hits both spectrums. So people who want to smoke cigars and people who are into kind of in cigars will both like it. But Gurkha Avenue Park Park Ave Forty Fours Cigar National Twenty Cigars Eighty Bucks Great yeah. for any event any party. I I also think that um, I always tell people to go to Oliva because Oliva has a nice range of the mild, medium, full. Okay, so you can go with the Oliva Ser- Oliva Connecticut's. They have the Series O, the Series G, the Series V. They all they have sampler packs. That's a great one. You could go with the Nubs, and the Nub has a great. The nubs are. I always tell people the nubs are interesting because they're the four by forties, so it's like the the little short fat ones. Chose. But you but you can get a box. They have four different blends. There's like a Connecticut, a Habano, a Maduro, and a Cameroon. I believe. I believe it's a Cameroon. Um, doesn't matter. But there's four different blends, and then you can get five of each. You get twenty cigars, and it's like eighty bucks. And I go, that's a great one because it's got a different blend. And, oh, said, yeah. and those are. And then I also say Blind Man's Bluff. Or, or Caldwell, Robert Caldwell. We had him on the show. He's got the Eastern Standard, which is a very mild stick. Yeah. And then you go into the Blind Man's Bluff, which has got a, a Connecticut, the Blind Man's Bluff Natural. I think they have Maduro. You keep working your way up. But those are ones that I always tell people because, again, you know, if you don't smoke cigars, you want something mild. And I also, let me ask you this. Do you find that being an avid cigar smoker, you know, being somebody who enjoys the experience of smoking cigars and you do it on a regular basis. Do you find it difficult to, or do you find that your humidor is lacking in mild cigars? Sure. I always find that problem. And I always find myself going to a store or online to order cigars. And I order a lot of milds just so that I have them available because I know that I'm having people over. I know that people ask for a cigar and I say, well, what would you like? Give me something light. I don't typically smoke light, so I never have it. So whenever I bring my box and I bring all the cigars out and I'm at a pool a pool party and somebody says, hey, let me get something light, I go, sorry, I can't help you. I don't have any light. So I find myself having to make sure I have a couple just yeah. for those guys, which goes back to why do I feel the need that I to have those? Like why is it, is it my obligation or is it my responsibility to bring cigars because I'm the cigar guy, yeah. right? That would mean like if you're the beer guy, if you love to drink, drink beer, then you have to bring the beer for everybody. All the time. Nah, no, do it. that doesn't happen. No. You, I love bourbon. Does that mean I got to bring the bourbon for everybody? Wow. No. Yeah. So but it's it's uh it's an interesting perspective, but but even even those cigars all you mentioned, you know, they still have a decent price tag. These well, gur- well, not re- not. Re- I mean, the Gurkhas Gurkhas are, are much cheaper. But like Oliva Connecticut's are not bad. What's a box of What's a box of Oliva Connecticut? What do you think? Uh, let's say out of twenty, maybe what one fifty, less than one fifty. Let's say maybe one twenty. Oliva, Connecticut box. How much they go for? Like one twenty, maybe. Let's see. Cigar National obviously has them. Let's see what they go for. So, they come in a box of ten. They come in a box of ten. Yeah. So that. That's, what is it? It's hundred bucks. So. No ten. way. A hundred bucks for a box of ten. Six by fifty. Tubo. Toro tubos. Really. So. And then a Park Ave is a box of twenty for eighty, 80. bucks. So I'm saying it's a sick deal. That's four dollars a stick. Yeah, hold on. I, I, let, let me let me fact check it. Let me fact check it. I was gonna say it's probably higher now. It's probably a hundred mm. bucks now. 
Park Avenue, 44, Gurkha. You know, Gurkha doesn't get the good rep, but these are good cigars. Here, let's do bro, this, bro. bro. It's not even 80 bucks. What is it, 70? For a box of 20, you can get Churchill, 7x48, 75 bucks. Yeah, but see, that concerns me. Torpedo, 6x52, box of 20, $75. Why is it concerning you? I'm telling you they're good cigars. Yeah, I know, but it, it, I'm telling you they're good cigars. I, I don't know if I've had them. I'm telling you. I don't think you but ever have. But it concerns me because it goes along the same lines of, you know, I know somebody that smokes um, the big fucking fat ones, like the 7-inch like the by fucking And that's, seven. by the way, to do a quick math, that's $3.75 a cigar. Yeah, maybe. I know, which, which, which you know. Maybe it's me being a stickler, but I question the quality of the tobacco. It could be a great stick. It could be a great stick. And if you enjoy it, then the more power to you. But I do question the quality. Like, how can you make this? That means you're making the cigar you know for like a dollar. I got a couple in my humidor. I'm going to give one to you. <laughs> smoke it. Why are you so, so talking like this? A little Sebastian. Um, no, but there's a, there's a, uh, you know, I know somebody that smokes the big fucking sticks. Okay, like the seven, seven and a half. The big Johnny's. By like 72s. The fucking, looks like you're sucking a dick. Big Johnny, and he and and he gets them, and, he, and I he smokes them, and he says, uh, "I go, why do you smoke? That's all you smoke." He goes, "Yeah, it's a great bang for your buck. Like I can, you know, I it's what five bucks for this stick, and I can smoke a third of it now. I smoke a third of it later. I save it for tomorrow. I smoke another third. I'm like, hold on. First off, you save it for tomorrow. So that's like that. Whatever you're smoking tomorrow, you might as well just smoke pencil shavings because it, it doesn't. There's no flavor in that whatsoever." Okay, you can't put a st- stick yeah. down and smoke it the next day. Some and second just of all, like the, you know, the fixation of smoking. I was like, and second of all, if I have a if I have a cigar like a Padron, okay, that's a regular robusto. I don't know if I put my hand up here, right? Well, you got to tighten the thing. That's why it keeps. It, you got to tighten this. Oh, well, no, even e- even e- no, it's pretty fucking tight. But even no, uh, well, I, I yeah. just, oh, I, your hand. Um, I guess I just. But like you know, let's say you have a robusto of a a, a Padron that's you know. 20 bucks. I go, what do you think, like, which tobacco do you think is higher quality? If you can get, if it's this little bit of tobacco for 20 bucks versus all of that for $5. Like, do you think that that's like high quality tobacco? Just from a business case, right? If you're a business and you are, you can afford to put all of that tobacco in there and sell it for five bucks and make a profit, then that tobacco is probably very cheap tobacco. You know, just from a business case. Now, if you smoke it and you love it, more power to you, right? You you can get four of those for the same price of one Padron. I get it. But I'm just saying, like, from a business case, you know, we have our own cigar. We know how much it costs to make a cigar. Now, granted, the more that you make, the, the, the lower the cost becomes. But if you can pack all of that in there, it's probably not the highest quality tobacco. However, there are some good bangs for your buck, like Eric said, the park... Park 44. No, no. We're going to make it a thing. I'm bringing Park Avenues on here, and you're going to smoke Okay. Them. I'm actually right. curious now because I want to see. I'm going to bring one to you. I want to look up some mild, like, let's look up some mellow cigars for a good price range, and let's see if we can get some, right? So I'll do a, uh, a sort and filter. Here we go. A sort and filter. Sort by price per cigar. So you want from 2 to $4 a stick. Let's see what we got. 2 to $4 a stick. Did it fucking sort? Well, in the Show meantime, us. I want to give a shout out to my younger brother. He just got married talk a about few that, man. weeks ago. Had a great flipping time. We wish you were there. Everyone was asking about you. 
They were disappointed in you. I know, me? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it was an awesome time. Uh, you know, I've never been a. I've been in so many weddings in the, in the last few years, but it's never been in a wedding where it's actually my own family, my own brother. And uh, it was different. And crushed the best man speech. You know, I uh, I did read. I did read off my phone half and half. It was a okay. lot. All right. It was a lot to re- It was a lot to memorize. You know, I I put a lot of effort into it. And you know, I'll tell you what I did. I I wrote the uh, I wrote the speech right. I wrote everything that I wanted to say, and then I put it in chat. And this is the people who, for future, no, you didn't. Future, uh, no, you didn't. Oh yeah, and it fucking came out. Sick. Dude, you use Chat GPT for everything. So you had Chat. You cheated. You had Chat GPT. No, I just right said I fucking... wrote the whole thing out, and I just said make this flow better, because you know I, I I just tend to I'm not a I'm not good at grammar, so it positioned like you know if I repeated myself or. Uh, it like tr- it uh, connected like what I was trying to say at the top of the paragraph to the bottom of the paragraph in a better way, and it fucking flowed. And I was like, "Damn, this sounds sick." So, anyone for future best man or bridesmaid speeches, write it first from the heart, and then put it in ChatGPT to make it smoother. Came out nice. Okay, bro. all right. You know, it came out nice. Now, what be- happens if you have to speak from the dome? You speak from the dome. The ChatGPT can't help you there, can it? Well, it can, but you have to memorize no, it. No, no, no. If you just got to speak from the dome. I give oh. you the mic right now. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. got, you got, you know. But I, but going in, I knew I wasn't going to speak from the dome. So, let's, you know. Because you speak totally fine here on a podcast, and there's no chat GPT I, here. I will tell you this. Being out having a podcast, it definitely helped. That's what, I'm saying. I, that's what I'm saying. I go, you, you don't stutter over anything here. No. All your thoughts are, no, are, it's not about are stu- it's not clearly about laid out. And, and It's not about stuttering. It's about just gathering all the thoughts that I wanted to say and putting it down. And you use ChatGPT to clean it up a little uh, bit? Yeah, for sure, man. No doubt. It was fucking ill. Don't act like people don't use ChatGPT. People use ChatGPT for everything. I use it for the YouTube titles and shit. I use just it for, because I'm like, bro. I use it for emails. You know, I'll write an email and I'll be like, I know this doesn't sound. This can sound way better. And I put it in ChatGPT or since my, my if I'm on my company laptop, it blocks it blocks ChatGPT for some reason. So I use Google Bard, which is the same thing. And, Google uh, Bard. Yeah. The fuck is Google Bard? Bard is the ChatGPT version of Google. Of oh, Google. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so the la- we had a great time at my brother's wedding, but you know. We wanted to do something awesome. Well, how should I start this? There's a song by Three Six Mafia called "Stay Fly." <laughs> Gotta stay fly. <laughs> and for some reason, we and I've loved this song. I remember me in a ninth grade standing at zero period bus stop in the middle of winter on my iPod Nano, waiting on the corner for the bus and listening to this song, freezing my balls off. And you want to play? I love this song. Of course, I'm going to play it. But wanna, a, why don't you hook up? Let's see. Want to try something? Why don't you hook up your phone to the Bluetooth here, and we'll play it, and we can hear it. All right, we'll try it. All right, go to Bluetooth. Okay. Okay. Try, oh, True Mix 800 FX. There BT. it is. Click it. Oh shit! This is. Ew. Are you connected? I'm connected. All right, now go to now play it. All right. So backstory: My brothers and I, we've re. I've always listened to the song, but for some reason, won't. You know, when you have brothers, when you have siblings, and you have, like, all your little inside things, for some reason, we have been we got back into the song. So my little brother was like, hey. And in the music video, there's always a, there's a very prominent T-shirt that Juicy J wears. It's these green skulls. And I remember in high school, I wanted that T-shirt mm-hmm. so bad. Mm-hmm. And 
first day of high school, if you if you came into school with that shirt, you're like, damn, that kid's fresh. That kid's fly. Yeah, he's fly. Uh, uh, uh. So my brother Kyle was like, hey, why don't we buy the T-shirts, change mid-wedding, and then request a song. Yo. The song comes on, and we whip out the T-shirts. And I was like, my boy, that is one of the best ideas you ever came up with. And the DJ is, uh, you know, it's Lorenzo's DJ, the guy who takes our pictures. It's his company. He didn't DJ it, but his oh, part, he was his thing was doing it. Oh, okay. I gave him so much business after my wedding. I had my uh, my brother, uh, Marissa's cousin Nick, and then who else? Uh, some uh, oh, my brother and sister in law Johnny and Julia, all using Lorenzo's company. Yeah, we're the, probably gonna use him for a Christmas card bro, this year. So, oh, are you? Yeah. Oh, sick. So shout out to Love of Music Entertainment and Lorenzo Photography, because um, they're the shit. But um, so his partner Giuseppe, I was like, hey man, you know, after dinner, this is our plan. And he's like, all right, I got you. He's like, just give me the nod, just give me the thing. So right before dinner, we went in the in the best man suite or the the groom suite, put on the t-shirts, and for some reason, the fucking photographer decided to take pictures mi- mid party of like the wedding cake. So he was gone for like forty five minutes after dinner. So you were just rocking this dude. <laughs> so I'm like, we're like having a good time. I'm like, he's gonna be in there any minute. I'm like, and I'm like, yo, what the? Where is this dude? So finally, he showed up, and I was like, give him the nod. And dude, a, I told my sister in law to record the whole thing. It's so funny, but this is the song. Ready? Play it. No, you don't have to. Oh. Just play it. For the first time, it's going down history, baby. This is it, baby. Wow, it's playing. Yeah. I gotta stay It's really called stay high, but stay fly sounds better. Dude, fucking awesome. That was cool. I'm just I'm <laughs> I'm super impressed that you just like, oh, click, boom, connected, yeah. play the music. That was that was pretty cool. Love it. So uh, that and you know later that night, my wife Marissa was like, uh, "Tyler, what is the what was the best part of your wedding day?" He goes, "My brother's putting on Stay Fly and coming out with the t-shirts." Love it. And they're like, "You're supposed to be about your wedding." He's like, "Sorry, it's the best." <laughs> I'm just, I'm just so tired. then he went away to Italy, bro. He went away to Italy. He, yep, yep. For his honeymoon, and he texts us. He goes, "Bro, I watch that video once a day. It makes me so happy." Yeah, he um he actually messaged me in uh, while he was in Italy. And he was like, dude, uh, I made a last-minute change of plans. We're going to Lake Como. Any uh, recommendations? I said, because that's where we went for a honeymoon. Yeah. So I said, listen, well, where are you staying? He goes, we're staying in Como. I said, okay, well, we stayed in Bellagio, so I don't know about restaurants down in Como. I said, but you have to get a boat. So whatever you do, rent a boat and tour the lake. I said, do it. Trust me. And then bring... I said, bring champagne on the boat, bring the glasses, do whatever you want. Like, they don't care about it. You can bring glassware on a boat, bring champagne, bring your wife. You guys are going to have a blast. He goes, all right, can I do like two hours? Is that enough? I said, it's plenty. So we did 90 minutes that if you're with a group of people, rent the boat. You'll go see all the, 
the Villa Balbianello, which is like the Star Wars villa. There's another uh, another villa. So he did, did he do it? So he did it, and he's like, and then he goes say because he. I didn't see the pictures of it, but he said, say less. You convinced me I'm going. Oh, yeah. I'm like, do it, dude. Trust my bro- me. Yeah. My, my, so an, a crazy thing about that trip, he left on a uh, – so he got married on a Friday. He left Sunday night to go to Italy. About 45 minutes into his flight, he texted my whole family, I guess, mid-flight. He's, around, he's over like Massachusetts, like Cape Cod. He's like, hey, um, just to let you guys know, the, the, the captain just came on. We're about 12,000 feet, and he told us we're turning back because the windshield on the plane shattered. Fucking. Wait, shattered or sh- cracked? Shattered. I'll show you a picture. Shattered. The whole the, the main pilot who sits on the left-hand side, right? Whole thing is spiderwebbed. Okay, but like shattered to me means like it's gone. Okay. And if it's gone, that dude sucked out the fucking plane. Well, what would you call this? Ready? I'll show you the picture. Of it. I mean, I guess, yeah, shattered, but it was still intact. It didn't. Yeah, hold on. It's Because uh... have you heard about that story? Did you ever hear about that story? No, I haven't, but hold on. I'll pull, up, I'll pull up the story what really you, quick. What would you call that? That's shattered to me. Yeah, that's a nice crack. They must have hit something. Nice crack. That whole You can't even see that, that thing. That, the whole windshield is shattered. Yo, you know, but here's the thing. I was like, bro, imagine you were over the mid-Atlantic. Like, the air pressure would have just exploded that at one point. Well, that's what I'm saying. He would have got, got sucked out. He's probably freaking out on the way back because anything, any more, like, if it cracks any more and it opens up, you get sucked out. There's actually a, a story. I'm going to pull it up and bear with me for one second while I get this story up. Um, oh, why we bear with you? Wow, this is great. Here we go, ready? Hey, call me the juice because you know I'm a stunt. Ride the car with some pump in the trunk. I'm clean my lap so you know it's a pump. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I got the... uh, So this was a story. Um, uh, Let's see. There's a picture of it. Uh, Images. We'll start telling the story. So his name is Captain... uh, Tim Captain Tim Lancaster, okay? So Tim Lancaster was a pilot and he was so, so what happened was the the windshield like broke and there was a hole in the windshield and he was sucked out of the plane. His feet were still like fastened inside the plane, but his body was on like the front of the plane. Jesus. And he survived. And there's an image of him outside the fucking plane, dude. That's real. I've seen that before. Yes, though. and there's an Im- and then this and is how is that? Who took that picture, dude? There's an image of him. Yo, FYI, by the way, remember that, that remember that picture I sent you a couple weeks ago of the fucking mummy found in Mexico, and you said it was fake. Yeah, that shit was real. No, it's not. Oh, the aliens. Yeah, no, those aren't real, bro. No, it's not. everywhere saying it's real. They're not real. There's no fucking. You're just in denial. No, I'm not in denial. If as anybody that believes in aliens, I believe in aliens. I'm a math guy. So why wouldn't you believe it's real? Because there's no there there's if you looked at them, they look like paper mache. I don't know, man. They're all everybody's saying it's real. Yeah, everybody's saying it's real because they want to blind you from what's really going on behind the scenes. Oh shit! Here we go. You know what I'm saying? Here we go. Because oh, I haven't heard a thing about it now. I haven't heard one thing about it. If it was real, if they were to look for it, if they were real fucking aliens, real. And we had them, and they weren't just made up. 
that would be a much bigger story than let's say aliens from Mexico. So he said, despite uh, yeah, he was despite the traumatic experience, Captain Tim Lansky returned to flying just six months after the incident. Damn. Fucking crazy is that? That's fucking wild. Um, no, I I'm I am a firm. I do believe that because aliens. no, just because of a numbers guy. Okay, and and it's you know, think about how many different planets there are that we know about. Okay, there's millions, millions of planets. You're meaning to tell me. That there's only one species, and I'm not talking. I'm not talking about human life form. Okay, I'm not talking about civilized life form. I'm talking about any life form. A fucking amoeba. You're telling me that there's not a single a whata like an amoeba or a little bacteria or a little fucking a whata amoeba. You've never heard of amoeba? A little single cell organism? No. You're meaning to tell me that out of the millions and millions and millions of fucking galaxies that have billions of planets or whatever, whatever the number is, let's look it up. Hey, Siri. How many planets are in the universe? From worldanvil.com, there are infinite planets. Or infinite. 14. Infinite planets. Infinite planets? There's got to be... There's, Hundred percent. I believe in so, them too. So let's say how many. I just hope that planets. I hope, I hope whenever we come, they just don't treat it like Twilight Zone and they start speaking a different yeah, language. Cookbook. And it ends up being a fucking cookbook. <laughs> it's a cookbook. So it says, all right, there are millions and millions of planets in the universe. If you like big numbers, the exact number is around. Yeah, you can't even. It's like a fucking hundred zeros. So there's millions upon millions of planets. So you're meaning to tell me that there's not a single one out there that has some form of life. A plant growing, mm-hmm. or like nothing, mm-hmm. nothing, you know. Because I, my uncle's big, and my uncle doesn't. He's like, nope, there's no aliens whatsoever. No, I, I, I go, dude, they're just just a sheer number, yeah. one out of millions on millions on millions. You know what the fucking odds of that happening? You have a better chance of hitting the lottery like 15 times in a row and getting struck by lightning every single time you do it. Then you know then so, I do believe there are, but I don't think that they that those were. I just think it'd be a much bigger story if they if they were. Like if you if an alien walked in right now, it'd be like fuck it. It'd be the biggest story globally ever. Yeah, it'd be the biggest thing in in human history. I agree. History. I mean, it it, it 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 would be bigger. It should be bigger. But uh, it'd be the no. biggest story. In I feel human like Joe history. Rogan talked about it. I feel like he had a whole thing about it. It would be the and biggest you know, story in human history. Joe Rogan says it's obviously true. Yeah. I know. I'm just. I'm just saying. I feel. I feel like it just kind of came out of nowhere. Just like, oh yeah, we have. Look at these. Boom. And they're just both perfectly like, here. Here they are. Yeah. I hear you saying. You know. I hear you saying. I just want it to be real because I think it's cool. No, you. I. Uh, yeah, you want it to be real. Huh. You know, but deep down, do you think that that thing's real? If you're pointing a gun to my head. No, I don't think it's real. Like you're, yeah, I was gonna say like you're betting betting your life savings on it. No, nah. yeah, I don't think so either. Well, I want it. It'd be cool. Yeah, it'd be fucking cool as shit. I just think it'd be a much bigger story if that if that was the case. It'd be the, it'd be the greatest thing in human history. Oh yeah, it'd be the greatest thing in in glo- in our planet's history. A whole other species coming to the worth. Yeah, uh, uh, Earth, not worth Earth. Yeah, extraterrestrial life. It'd be a it'd be the biggest thing ever, but. That's gonna anyway, do it. That's gonna do it. That's gonna do it, everyone. Thank you, guys and gals. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you like this video, give it a like. Get a give us a subscribe. Give us a bell. 
hit the bell so you know you get notified every single time we drop a new podcast, a new video. Check out our website with the merch, burn down merch, hats, polos, t-shirts, cigar accessories, cutters, lighters, travel boxes, ashtrays, and even we have burn down podcast canvases. We do have canvases that we can sign. We've sold and a we bunch have, of them. And here's the thing: we don't have just one canvas. We can print anything. We can we can we can print any of these canvases. We can make any of them for you, and we can sign any of them um, if you'd like. So. Shout out to all the people that ordered them and have our faces planted somewhere in their house or man cave. It's kind of wild, dude. It is wild, and we'll cheers to those people. So, cheers. Chin, chin. Salute. Can we have a little outro music? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you buy it? Hold on. Alright everybody, we'll catch you on the next one.